Hi, it's Maureen McGrath, registered nurse and host of this COVID-19 Care podcast, a daily podcast with a twist. You may have heard me on the Sunday Night Health Show on CKNW, 980 AM. Well, I've teamed up with Tandem Innovation Group and Live Your Life Home Care to educate you about life, love, and relationships in a time of COVID-19, as well as health, safety, employment issues, financial concerns, and legal matters to help seniors and those who are struggling financially. We've set up a GoFundMe page, and there's a link to that on this podcast page. Every donation is greatly appreciated, so thank you. And now for the podcast. When my patient heard about a COVID-19 case in the long-term care facility where her 90-year-old mother lived, she immediately moved her mother into her own home. She was able to do this financially and from a supportive perspective. It also put my patient's mind at ease, and things are going quite well. British Columbia reported five new deaths from COVID-19 today, including three at seniors' living facilities. The vast majority of those who have died of this global pandemic have been in their 70s or older, and outbreaks at seniors' care homes and other living facilities are places that can be particularly deadly. British Columbia's provincial health officer, Bonnie Henry, announced the three more deaths today in the long-term care homes. And there is cause for concern. This wasn't the news we were expecting. But should you take your loved one out of their long-term care facility? It's a tough question and there's no easy answer. Let's look at a number of different aspects. First of all, let's consider life now with COVID-19 inside of care facilities. The staff there are stressed. They're stressed trying to protect their residents from the outside world. It is well documented that elderly who do not have social connections suffer more loneliness and depression. Loneliness is as bad for a person as high blood pressure is and can lead to an early death. The residents inside these care facilities must be terribly bored because they're not able to get together for dinners any longer, nor are they able to see their own families. They're spending a lot of time alone. I have heard from caregivers working in facilities that the residents are confused and sad, especially those living with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Families too are frustrated and scared because they are not able to visit. Everyone is feeling disconnected. There's so much that is unknown about the virus and about when we can hug our loved ones. I know that the caregivers in the long-term care facilities are doing their very best. I've heard of some of them using technology to connect with families for their resident patients, which does provide some reassurance for families. They too are overwhelmed, much like the families of the residents, given the added cleaning procedures, new regulations, and additional documentation they are required to do. And they're worried too. The caregivers are worried that they will get ill, or that they will give it to their families or the residents. We are all confronting fear on some level in this COVID crisis. So it would stand to reason that people are wondering if they should take their loved ones home, their moms, their dads, their only aunt, as a matter of prevention. People are scared. We're nervous. What should we do? They risk living with tremendous guilt if you don't bring your loved one home and God forbid your loved one contracts coronavirus and dies from it. 
There's conflicting advice on this matter. On the one hand, Andre Picard wrote an op-ed entitled, If you can get your relatives out of seniors' homes, try to do so as fast as you can. And he makes some great points in this article. The news is grim. 600 care facilities across Canada have been affected. The stats aren't good. Seniors have been identified as a high-risk group, with the majority of COVID-19-related deaths in Canada being amongst those 80 years of age or older. That's the typical age of people in long-term care facilities. And residents in care facilities account for at least half of the deaths in the country. The structure of the long-term care system facilitates the spread of infectious diseases, including COVID-19, and this has to change. Many facilities suffer from chronic understaffing. There are a number of casual or part-time workers, and they have been employed at a variety of institutions just to make ends meet. Their pay is low, there's no guaranteed hours, and there's no benefits. The institutions themselves are likely low on protective personal on personal protective equipment or PPEs, in part because most of that is earmarked for hospitals. Also, the caregivers do not typically get paid sick leave, which means they are more likely to come to work if they are sick because they don't want to lose out on their money. And I don't blame them. There has been some change to this and that caregivers must now choose one facility to work at only. That will help a bit. On the other side of the argument, Dr. Roger Wong, Executive Associate Dean of Education and a clinical professor of geriatric medicine at the University of British Columbia's Faculty of Medicine, wrote an op-ed entitled, Removing Seniors from Care Homes is Not the Solution to COVID-19 Fears. We should protect seniors where they live, he wrote. We should do everything we can to keep them in there and make it safe for them there because many of them have complex health issues. The BC government officials, including seniors advocate Isabel McKenzie, suggest you think carefully before moving a loved one out of the long-term care facility into your home. She says there may also be a risk of spreading the virus when transferring a resident from one location to another. Since it's possible for people who don't have symptoms to transmit the COVID-19 virus, you could inadvertently infect others while you move your mom and vice versa. Dr. Samir Sinha, Canada's foremost geriatric expert, tells it like it is. The rapid spread of coronavirus in seniors' residence is very, very bad news. And unless the response changes dramatically, families should seriously consider bringing their loved ones to relative safety. If you do decide to bring your relatives home, there are a number of things to consider. It's important that you do a risk assessment. Is your home safe? Do you have an appropriate bed? Do you have an accessible shower? Do you need a shower chair, a commode? Do you have stairs? Are you able to administer your loved one's medications? How will you maintain connections with your loved one's healthcare providers? And what is your plan in an emergency? You must also consider the kind of care your loved one needs. Is it physical, emotional? Is it memory care? Do they need help getting out of bed or turning in bed or going to the bathroom? Some residents or relatives may not be able to leave the bed. Loved ones with dementia have particular challenges, which can be very difficult for some families to manage. It's also important to consider the long term for your loved ones. 
Will you still have a place for your loved one at the care facility when all of this is said and done? Make sure you have good communication with the facility where your loved one lives and make sure there's a good plan in place. Will they be on a waiting list? Will they be able to go right back in? What will the charge be while they're no longer living there? Do you have enough financial support to help your loved one in your own home? Might you need to bring in some additional health care, like a caregiver, into your home for your loved one? Whether to remove someone from a nursing home is a very difficult decision. Most people will not be in a position to provide proper care at home, but many will. But it doesn't matter because the decision is yours. It's important to weigh the risks versus the benefits. If you could put everything in place and put minds at ease, including yours and your loved ones, then it's up to you. So who do you listen to? You listen to yourself. It's your family member. It's yours and their decision. Of course, you know how stubborn those seniors can be. Keep in mind, they may not want to go, COVID or not. Thanks for listening. I'm Maureen McGrath. Until tomorrow.